Okay, folks, uh, my name is Eric Vellum, and I am uh, with the Christ Only Ministries, and um, <clears throat> just uh, putting the word as I understand it, and as God reveals it to me, out to uh, anyone who will listen, and, um, you know, that's, that's my desire, that more and more people would uh see Christ for who he is and uh, as the uh, one and true revealed God and that he does have a uh, a true hope for us and uh, and it's a hope that we all all of humanity desires and uh, it desires life um, nobody wants to die death seems so um foreign to us it seems so strange to us it seems so frightening to us um you know the idea of not existing is just it doesn't sit well with us and it doesn't sit well with us because death is foreign um and god is working through his creation to uh, to perfect it and to uh, bring all of nature under his grace and uh, and liberate it from its bondage to decay and uh, and uh, we will one day be liberated from our bondage to decay and death and that's our hope and that's what uh, that's what uh, that's what God's plans are that's uh, that's his uh, um, that's his intent that's his purpose from the very beginning was to uh, you know you create and perfect it it's like uh, um, God's I've often thought of him as an artist and uh, he's, he's creating a masterpiece but in the process of creating a masterpiece uh, you know any artist I just heard a uh, I was doing, a, I was painting a picture yesterday, and uh, I wasn't painting this woman's picture. My wife was, but I heard her say that uh, now this picture uh, looks like a mess right now, and uh, you know. But uh, just, just trust the process, and um, it'll all come together. And you know, I just thought that was such a, a an apt description of um, of what God is. Uh, of, God uh, is purposing here and 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 what he's doing you know he's creating something and and right now it just it, it you know it looks like a mess and we just have to trust the process we have to trust God that uh, you know he's uh weaving it all together and he's pushing it and pulling it towards its uh final culmination and uh and that is for the sons of God to be revealed and uh you know that's that's our hope and that's that's uh that's our faith, and that's the uh, resurrection faith, and that's that's uh, that's what we uh, pin our hopes on and pin our dreams on. Uh, we know this this life is, you know, this biological life comes to an end. We know that, um, and uh, you know, and uh, so we look beyond this biological life, and uh, it will be perfected. Um, in the spiritual life and there our life will uh will uh 
be eternal and there we will have life to the full when jesus speaks of life you know and uh, he wants to give us life and life to the full that's what he's speaking of um, you know this uh this perfection this uh liberation from the uh from the uh, constraints and the miseries of biological life and uh, you know just knowing that things die people die and uh, you know it's, it's just a sadness that that uh, that uh, sometimes just seems overwhelming you know our, our uh, friends die and uh, our pets die and uh, you know our favorite plants die everything is subject to death and ultimately, you know, in our lives, uh, we are too. And that's, uh, you know, uh, it won't be like that forever, though. That's just part of the process. That's uh, God creating this incredibly beautiful tapestry. And uh, one day it will be completely revealed. And, uh, and, and there it will be. And there will be no more. And, uh, and so uh, we look forward to that. And um, so, anyhow, um, you know, yesterday I was, uh, I don't know, a couple days ago, I was uh, out in my backyard or in front yard. And I've had to put up uh, netting, this, this uh, black bird or deer netting all around my yard because basically because the, the deer come in and devastate all the flowers that my wife Renita has so diligently grown from seed and in, in her uh, greenhouse and and uh, put out there and uh, you know waiting for the uh, the flowers to appear and the beauty to appear and and uh, you know in years past it's like We'd be right there, you know, waiting for uh, whatever to blossom and come out one morning and uh, there they are, all nipped off. So, we uh, got all this netting and we put it over all the flowers and uh, and we built a, a fence around or, around the yard. And so, it's been pretty, pretty effective. The rodents as well as the deer haven't been able to access our flowers. Uh, but you, one unfortunate aspect of the uh, netting is that every now and then, unfortunately, it it uh, it catches an unsuspecting bird. And I, you know, I don't like that, and uh, I don't know what to do about it right now. But uh, so anyhow, so I go out and I see this little sparrow. He's all twisted up in in, in the net, you know, and he's trying frantically to get out, and. Uh, so I go over, you know, and, and I, I, I attempt to free him. But he's so afraid of me and he so distrusts me that he has no idea that my intentions are to free him, to liberate him. And so he just, he just reacts in panic and does everything he can do to flee from me. And, uh, you know, because he apparently, he's afraid of me. He doesn't know what I want. He, do, he assumes the worst of me. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't think I'm there to, uh, to give him back his freedom. And so he just frantically, you know, goes to hops here and hops there and flutters. And he's all trapped up in this. So finally, I just have to put my hand on him, you know, and press him to the ground and just, 
just grab them and, and, you know, just forcefully take control of him and release him and, uh, from, from the net, untangle him. And I think that's uh, sometimes, uh, a lot of times, I think that's the way we, uh, we, uh, uh, we deal with God. You know, he wishes, he wants, he desires the best for us. He's given us uh, his word. He's given us himself in the flesh. He's given us uh, this great sacrifice. He has expressed his love towards us in so many ways, in so many gracious ways, you know, all, you know, through creation and through its liberation and through the promise of eternal life and through his love that and his grace and his mercy. He wants to express his love to us. He wants to liberate us into his kingdom, into the, free, into the, king, into, into the kingdom of his son, Jesus Christ. But we, being such weak and inferior beings as that bird was to me, <clears throat> um, we, know, we, we, we react to him with suspicion, and we react to him with fear, and we react to him, to God, with, uh, well, you know, with distrust. And, uh, you know, what do you really want? What do you really expect? Uh, uh, you know, what, what do you want with me? Do you just want to put your heavy hand on me and just have control over me? When all the while, all he wants is, uh, is for us to uh, properly love and worship him and to uh, experience the liberation that he offers us and ultimately to experience eternal life with him. You know, he offers us nothing but good. He offers us nothing but good gifts. But we flee from it because we don't, we don't, we don't trust it. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to take that, take that, um, um, that hand of discipline upon us for that, for that little bit of time as I did with that bird you know, I had to put my hand on him and say, stop, stop, settle down, okay? It'll be okay. Just let me do what I have to do. And so I did, and, then I, and, I, and, I, and I freed him. And that's what God wants for us, you know? He puts a heavy hand on us sometimes. But if, if we're open to his grace and to his mercy and to his word and to his purposes and and, and, and we, we know him, we can trust in the process. So, uh, you know, I thought that might be something worth thinking about, is, you know, it's, and uh, why we struggle so mightily against, against him, and, uh, you know, we react to it with suspicion. Um, because uh, we don't really know what to, what to make of him. You know, and he's revealed himself to us. And for those who have accepted his word, we know that we can work with that. You know, we can, we can, we can, uh, we can incorporate that into our, you know, into our souls and our spirits. And we understand it, that, you know, these things happen and, uh, you know, discipline is necessary. And, and, and uh, but for those who uh, have rejected him, everything seems like a punishment. Everything seems like, you know, what, what, what good is this? What purpose is this? What, why, why am I here? And so life becomes, you know, life becomes meaningless ultimately. And it just uh, creates a root of bitterness, which goes on to defile much. So, uh, you know, that's just a little uh, introduction. Uh, that's not my sermon, but I spent quite a bit of time on it. So anyhow, I'm, uh, we'll move on, and uh, there's a couple things to think about. Um, 
you know, Jesus revealing himself and, 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 le and learning to trust him. And, and, uh, and his purpose is for us. So uh, let's pray and then we'll, uh, I'll read the scriptures and we'll go from there. Okay. Father, we uh, thank you uh, for this day. We just uh, thank you that you love us and uh, thank you that you uh, pour out your grace and your mercy upon us, Lord, for uh, you know that uh, your purposes cannot be accomplished without such things. And uh, Father, that uh, you desire to uh, create the image of uh, Jesus in us more and more. And uh, Lord, so that uh, when we uh, come before you, uh, the Spirit of Christ will be uh, will be plain and visible to you and uh, Lord that uh, that's really what you're looking for that uh, that uh, Christ in us the hope of glory so father we just uh, we uh, just lift our hearts up to you I just ask you to bless this uh, bless these words I'm about to speak and uh, father I just pray that they're not uh, my words Lord but that uh, they would indeed be your words your wisdom and uh, your um your teachings and uh so father we just ask you to uh bless that i just pray that it would uh be um satisfying and uh and uh, pleasant to your ear and to your soul uh these words and father I just ask you to bless all any any and all who are uh who hear this word and just uh rather that they uh might uh become in a deeper relationship with you and uh, and to uh, understand and love you more and uh, it would be edifying to, ch to the to your church and to you as well lord we just uh, love you and we praise you and uh as only you are worthy of father we just uh, pray this in the precious name of your son jesus christ amen okay so i'm gonna read uh, out of uh numbers from the first five books of the uh, Old Testament, the Torah. And uh, so they're wandering through the desert, and Moses is trying to keep a, uh, keep a handle on these people that God has uh, commissioned him to uh, lead to the promised land. Of which he never gets there, but he comes to the edge of it. And Joshua goes from there. So uh, at this time, um, you know, the, the the Jews are complaining to Moses because uh, they don't have any food, and they don't have any water, and and uh, and they don't trust God, and they don't trust Moses. They don't understand what what's going on. They don't want to be in the desert, and in fact, they're looking. And, and they're saying things like, well, I think we would have been better off in Egypt. Why did we come out here into this dry land? What is the purpose of this? And, and, they're, and here they're really, you know, they're re rebelling against the vision that God has for them, the intents that God has for them. And so he wants to, uh, and so they want to, um, you know, they're looking for food. And so God sends down uh, uh, manna from heaven, and which is just a... Uh, which is indeed a representation of, of Christ. And, uh, you know, it, uh, in, in that sense, it should be all we ever need. But 
after they collect and eat this manna for a while, they become unsatisfied and they demand more. It's like, how often, how much of this manna can we eat? And, and uh, you know, so here they are. They're, they're uh, mocking and they're, and they're unsatisfied with the, with the bread from heaven, um, which in their, they're saying they're, uns, they're unsatisfied with, uh, with Christ himself and uh, in him, in that bread should be all that they need. But, you know, not recognizing that. And, and now they want other things. And now, that, why do we have to do this? And why, why, why do we have to eat this? And, and so they start complaining. And Moses is now talking with God and, and uh, you know, speaking of his... Uh, of his uh of his flock and uh how difficult they are so it's going to be 21 through 35 so uh moses said here i am among six hundred thousand men on foot and you say i will give them meat to eat for a whole month would they have enough if flocks and herds were slaughtered for them would they have enough if all the fish in the sea were caught for them the lord answered moses is the lord's arm too short you will now see whether or not what I say will come true for you. So Mo Moses went out and told the people what the Lord had said. He brought together several, seventy of their elders and had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke with him. And he took of the spirit that was on him and put the spirit on the seventy elders. And when the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they did not do so again. However, two men, whose names were Eldad and Medad, had remained in the camp. They were listed among the elders, but did not go out to the tent. Yet the Spirit also rested on them, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua said of none who had been Moses' aide since youth spoke up and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. Then Moses and the elders of Israel returned to the camp. Now a wind went out from the Lord and drove quail in from the sea. It brought them down all around the camp to about three feet above the ground, as far as a day's walk in any direction. And all that day and night, and all the next day, the people went out and gathered quail. No one gathered less than ten homers. Then they spread them out all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth, and before it could be consumed, the anger of the Lord burned against the people, and he struck them with a severe plague. Therefore the place was called Kibrath Hatava because there they buried the people who would craved other food. From Kilbreth, Havana, the people traveled to Hazaroth and stayed there. So that is the word of our Lord. And I think it's pretty instructive. Um, so, God gives them manna from heaven. They're not happy with that. That's not good enough for them. They're tired of it, and they cast their eyes back to Egypt, where at least they could eat, and where at least they were fed, and where at least they, they had water, and they had this, and they had that. And so they were beginning to distrust God. They didn't share in His vision. They didn't share in His hope. They weren't sharing in, his, uh, in, the, uh, in the plans that He had for them to bring them into their own land, to bring them into the promised land filled with uh, milk and honey. And uh, so here we have uh, another example of, uh, 
of the Israelites becoming un, becoming dissatisfied uh, with their lot, dissatisfied with uh, Moses, dissatisfied with God, and they, they start to demand more. And in due time, God, you know, just uh, 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 covers their whole camp and beyond with three feet high worth of quail. And as they're partaking of the quail, he strikes them down with a plague. And why? Why does he do that? Because they desired other food. Here they had the manna from heaven, which was Christ himself, which should have been all that they wanted, all that they needed. For everything that we want, everything that is needed, everything that, that, that is holy and good for us is in Christ, is in that bread from heaven. And yet they mocked it and they uh, uh, discarded it and they and they became dissatisfied with it and they demanded something else. They demanded a new God. They demanded a new food. They had cravings for other food. And what is this other food that they're speaking of? It's just basically scripture telling us it's idolatry. You know, not only do we want other food, but we want other gods. We can be we uh, humanity became became dissatisfied, uh, unwilling to uh, to uh, to look for the one true God, to accept the one true God as revealed to us through Christ, and uh, and the same with the Israelites when they uh, made the made the calf. You know, the, Moses was gone for for such a for sir. Uh, for such a long time, and and uh, and they were becoming uh, discouraged and angry, and and so what did they did they do? They fashioned themselves another god, and sometimes I think that this what that's what this culture is doing now, and has been doing for quite some time. You know, as the the more we we separate ourselves from from the one true God, the more we go searching for other gods and other things to satisfy our cravings. And and the, the manna from heaven is no longer satisfactory. We want other food. We want other gods. We want other entertainments. We want, we want, we want, we crave. And that's what the scripture says, because they craved other food, and that's what we do. We crave other food. We crave other things. We're, we often go, 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 uh, you know, we sidestep God looking for another God, for something that, that, that we can manipulate and that, that we can control. And so, you know, we come up with all these philosophies and all of these uh, new, um, new ways of thinking and, and uh, new ways of identifying who we are and what we do and what we want. And it's all seeking after other gods. It's all trying to find our identity in everything except where it can be really found, which is in Christ. In there, in crisis, where you will will can only find your identity by by giving yourself up. Christ will 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 complete who you are, and I know that's a paradox, but it's true. And, and we find it in real life when you finally surrender to something. There you find it. When you finally surrender, you know to uh, to in in obedience then things open up for you then things get revealed to you when you stop kicking against the goads as paul did with uh you know as 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 uh as jesus says paul paul why do you why do you kick against the goads you know why 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 are you kicking against the truth why do you rebel why why do you why are you so angry about this and that's what we do. We kick against the goads, and then we go searching off for, 
for uh, for other for other gods and other things to satisfy that great big hole we all have in our hearts, and that that can only really be filled. And I know it's a cliche, but it can only be filled by God. It can only be filled by be filled by a surrender to Christ, and that's where we find our identity. That's why where we find out who we are. That's where God gives us strength to be. And the wisdom to be who he wants us to be, who we truly are. And it can only be found in him. Because we're, and, you know, and, and so the more our culture just drifts away from that, the more bizarre our, 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 our attempts to find who we are become. I mean, this whole sexual, transgender, binary, uh, cis, and all this stuff, it's all, it's all pitiful people. It's all hurting people, really, trying to... F- Trying to trying to make an identity for themselves, trying to find a way to accept themselves, trying to find a way for others to 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 for them to be accepted. But the more the, Jesus says, the more you seek your life, the more it will slip away from you. But when you give yourself up for me, then you will find your life. And and it's just a it's a, it's a simple but difficult truth. The more we try to identify who we are and, and, and uh, you know, create our own identities and, and, and be our own person, it goes right back to Adam and Eve, you know. She wasn't content, and they weren't content that, that, that God had, had placed them there and, and had given them a, a certain role and a certain identity. Now they wanted to go beyond that. They wanted to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and be more at least in their eyes, be more than what God had intended them to be. It's like, it's like uh, uh, so much of life is, 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 you know, is, is controlled by the lust of our eyes, the lust of our flesh, and the pride of life. You know, we're always craving. We're always craving, but we never have enough. I was watching, um, I was watching a, a British detective show last night and you know he, he spoke a, a simple i think obvious truth he goes you know he, he uh this is dial and pasco and dial he's a he's a rough edged but very um compassionate when it gets when the rubber meets the road he really knows you know how to be and but the rest of the time he's just uh he's just uh a smart aleck and he's just uh, you know whatever but when the rubber really meets the road and when things get really down to the nitty-gritty Dial really knows what's going on and he goes uh, he was just talking about rich people he said you know rich people they uh, they um, the problem with rich people is that uh, they're never happy with what they have and it's you know and it's true but that's the problem with all of us we're never we're we're never happy with what we have. We we're all going out. We're we're all going out looking for something else, you know. And and I think the Christian even even falls into that. But but yet but we have a we have a rock that we can that we can settle down on. And and when we find ourselves doing that, we can we can, we can step back and say, okay, you know, I don't need to go there. You know, we 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 have a way. We have a power through the Holy Spirit 
to 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 discern this to understand what our human nature is but but if you don't you're just going to run with it and you're just going to keep going out and and craving and craving and wanting and wanting and and really our our appetites are insatiable are we ever satisfied it said right in the scripture you could do uh, for the moses was talking about the israelites you could give them a whole flock and a whole herd and they wouldn't be happy you could give them the whole the fish in the sea and they wouldn't be happy it wouldn't be enough for them and so he's, he's, he, what, what he's observing is that, is that we're never satisfied, and we aren't. When, when we get this, we want that. When we, get, when we finally get that, then we want this. And then when we finally get that, then, then we want to step up, and, and on and on. It's, it's completely insatiable. And I think that's part of the madness of, of, of billionaires, you know? They, 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 be, they became infatuated with the material things of life and money. And, they, and, 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 and now they're just... They're, they're, they're so wrapped up in that, and, and their souls never find satisfaction. Their souls never find rest, and they just keep pushing and pushing. And if it's not the money that will find that will give them rest, maybe it's like maybe it's control, maybe it's political control, maybe it's globalism, maybe it's maybe it's a you know <clears throat> uh, environmental uh, this um, global warming issue and, and 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 on and on you know just looking for something that will give them purpose and satisfy their soul, but they never get it because they became they. When they became billionaires and had everything that they needed as far as what material wealth could give them, they found it completely unsatisfactory and it's mystifying and it's frustrating. And when you're finally there and you're rich and your big houses don't don't do anything for you, it's a big house. So what, you know? And and uh, that's I think people get there and 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 I think that's a problem with a lot of a lot of rich people, just you know, millionaires, and they they, they finally achieve. Their fame and their status and and blah blah blah, but but in the in the in the middle of the night or in the quiet of the day or when they're just by themselves, they 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 feel like, well, this just ain't enough. This still isn't doing it. You know what? What do I have to do? Maybe drugs will give me relief. Maybe alcohol will give me re relief. So we're always craving. We're always wanting something more. When in fact, it's manna from heaven that is that is sufficient for us. That's that the, the manna from heaven. That that is Christ Himself. That that God showered down upon upon the Israelites. That should have been enough. And they were if they were in the right frame of mind. If they understood the purpose of purposes of God, it would have been enough. But they didn't, and they became dissatisfied, and 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 they just, um, you know, they just wanted uh, something. They just wanted more, or in fact, they just wanted to to maybe go back to Egypt. They wanted to do the old backslide, you know. And how many times do we do do we do that? We find God, we find this Christian life uh, just you know unsatisfactory. We're we're not happy with it. And, and some sometimes some people, you know, they they start looking back to to where they came from. Geez, I, I was partying, I was smoking dope, I was having fun, and and I was doing this and I was doing that, and the food was better, and and the drink was better, and this was better, and I didn't have to wrap myself up in the in the discipline of 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 God and and so I'm going back there I'm going back to Egypt how many times you know do do people think like that let's go back you know I think I think like a uh recovering alcoholics and recovering drug drug addicts are always looking back you know back when from that that temporary re re relief 
that 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 um, their their addictions gave them. And 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 but it, because now they're in a land that that just seems that seems dry to them. That seems like uh, <clears throat> seems empty to them. And they and they want to look back, but they know they could they shouldn't. But they but they look back and and, and they say, oh my god, you know. <sighs> This feeling of emptiness could just I could just get rid of it with with this alcohol or 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 whatever has has uh, captured their souls Whatever they have lusted for whatever their cravings are You know, but 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 the only thing that'll satisfy that the only thing that will that will calm that storm The only thing that will put a bomb on that wound only thing that can heal that, the only thing that can control it and keep it and, and, and keep it under your command, though not really your command, is the Spirit of God, is, is Christ himself raining down upon you, filling your spirit and where you become <clears throat> where you become uh, a powerful because now you, you you love the truth more than you love the lie. And that's a difficult place to get to. To love the truth, so that you know, to so that we know what's right, and we can follow the truth easily, because we 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 know the lie, we know that that's not our master's voice, and so these cravings in us, we can keep them under control, and sometimes you know, we and then a lot of times we can completely uh, uh, separate ourselves from them, but but the spirit at least gives us control over it. We understand ourselves. We understand what is going on in our spirits. We know that our cravings are, are just are just the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. And and and, and we know that it's the end result of these cravings is destruction. It it, it whittles away at the soul. It, it it takes a little piece of it, bit by bit. And our only rescue is Christ Himself. That's the only thing that can, when, when, you know, when Jesus is out on the, uh, on the lake and he calms the storms, right? Well, okay, he, he has, he has the, the power to calm an actual storm. But what he's also telling you is this, that he can calm the storms of life. He can calm those, those, those cravings. He can calm those, those lusts. If you just put, put them under the, 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 the command of the Spirit, He is the bread of life. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And there's no way that we can can control these things that 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 that, that war against us, that 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 weaken our soul, that darken our soul. We're defenseless against them. And so he tells us to put on the full armor of God, having faith in Christ. We're we're just we're just clothed now that that we can we can uh, extinguish the flaming arrows from from uh, from the evil one. <laughs> and we can control our desires, we can control our lusts, we can control, uh, you know, that, that, that sinful nature and put it under our command through the Spirit because we can do nothing without Christ. Jesus says himself, you know, without, without you being attached uh, to the vine, which is him, uh, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. In, in a spiritual sense, there is nothing we can do 
without being connected to Christ. We, we, there is nothing that we can do to please God. There is nothing that we can do that will give us life, that will give us understanding, that will give us wisdom. If you're separated from the vine, it's, it, you, what, you can only wither. You have no life in you. You have to be connected to the vine to have life in you. And so, you know, we, we have these, uh, we, we're, we're constantly filled with cravings and desires. I mean, look at us. And, and I think that's probably one of the criticisms of, uh, you know, from a spiritual nature of capitalism. It's so good at what it does. And that's, you know, creating goods and creating demand and creating desire and creating want and creating cravings. That, that, that in, in some sense, that it wars against our souls. It, it's, just, it's just, you know, everything that our souls desire, everything that we think we, we desire, capitalism is capable of bringing it to us. <coughs> and, and, and uh, you, know, the, I, you know, I believe in the capitalist system, but I also believe that, 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 that the, the, the human nature part of it, you know, there's a lot of pitfalls with it. And, and and that's one of them. It's like what's 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 the old saying? Saying the uh, the man uh, with the most toys when he dies he wins. You know it's kind of glib, but you know, <laughs> and of course we know it's wrong <laughs> because uh, he's not. Uh, we're not taking those toys with us, so I don't know what victory there is there. But yeah, I mean that's the way. That's the way capitalism capitalism can be it just it creates demand it creates desire and because it's good at what it does if you're looking for economic progress that's it capitalism is your huckleberry but if you're looking for spiritual nourishment if you're looking for true life if you're looking for for wisdom if you're looking for god if you're looking for the things that are eternal if you're looking for eternal life if you're looking for life to the full it's not found in capitalism it just isn't. I think that's just an, another, another, another God we've created. Another thing that we've set our hearts and minds on, as though it will deliver us from our anxieties and from our existential, uh, existential uh, anxieties and and, uh, and and fear of death. It won't. It can't. It's got lots to offer in the sense of uh, you know material wealth and and uh, and comfort of living, but but as far as uh, the long run, as far as the final purposes of God, it's completely empty. And in fact, can work against you. And only that 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 um, craving, um, and that craving can only be controlled by 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 uh, by um, by God, by Christ, by the Holy Spirit in you, teaching you, admonishing you, rebuking you, bringing a truth bringing you face to face with the truth you know um you know we're we're never satisfied with what we have sometimes you know it's like i'll read on facebook support your support your local business your small town business and uh you know stay away from you know doing business with walmart and lowe's and and home depot you know stay away from those big corporate businesses and you know uh uh, uh and uh frequent your your 
hometown lumberyard or hometown hardware store and it sounds quaint and it sounds nice you know and it is good i suppose you know but the truth is is, is this is everyone is every i mean i hate to be as cynical as this is going to be but i think there's some truth to it every one of those small town all those small time homeowners mom and pop shops a small lumber yard the private the private grocery store or the small this or the small that or the local this or the local they all want to be a walmart they all want to be a lowe's okay they don't if they if, if if they could get enough capital to 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 make two stores they would if they could get enough capital to make three stores they would if they could get enough capital to make five stores they would if they get enough capital to make to make 20 stores and start driving out other businesses they would and so I don't harbor any illusions that this is all quaint and nice, and 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 and, and it is, and, and in God's wisdom, He doesn't allow everybody to become super super uh, gigantic. <clears throat> but that's the truth of human nature. We get we get what we think we want, and then we want more, and then we we get that more, and then we want more. You know, first it was <coughs> radio, and then it was black and white TVs, and then it was oh my gosh, color TV. Oh no. Before, between black and white TVs and color TVs was that plastic screen that you put on your TV that made everything the wrong color. But at least it was color. So you just taped that to your screen and there you go. You had a blue on top and you had a, uh, a dark on the bottom and you had something in the middle. And so we go from that and when I was pretty cool, you know, when I was a kid and probably seven or eight years old, we used to put that on. It uh, never made any sense, but what the heck, that's what we had. So then we go from there to uh, to color TV. Holy, holy cow! We everybody's got color TV, and then we get color TV, and we get and we get uh, speakers to the side <clears throat> in these uh, consoles and everything, and and then we get the, the little phonograph on top, and and wow, that's good. Well, it's good for a while. And so now we, we get color TVs that, that, you know, are a little bigger. Now what have we got? We, we just can't, we're not just satisfied with a color TV, right? Now we have to have 90-inch TVs with super, uh, super, uh, super definition that just can, uh, can uh, knock your socks off. And then after we get done with the 90-inch with the TV, well... Maybe we want a tiny TV. And so now we got the all, we're all walking around with our phones and uh, we can watch TV on our phones. So we have this little three by three screen. So, so we got the big one and now we're back to the little one. It's, but the point is, is that we're never satisfied. We're always looking for something different. We're always looking for something to make us happy. We're always looking for something to make us satisfied. And the only way to be satisfied is to find yourself in Christ. That's it. I mean, that, that's it. That's it. That, only in Christ and only in God can, can you find your identity. Can you become happy with who you are? Can you, can you become satisfied with who you are? Can you know yourself? It's only in Christ. No matter how much you do your own self-examination without the Spirit of Christ in you, you will go nowhere except down the road of madness. But in Christ... We understand that that much of our lives is, <clears throat> is 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 desire, whether it's sexual desire or materialistic desire or desire for this or wanting that or status or fame or money. It's always want, want, want. 
And if we don't have that spirit of Christ in us, it just goes on and on and on and on. And it just, I mean, it, it eventually erodes the, the entire spirit of, of, of a country. When everything is, when it, when everything is geared towards just, uh, you know, uh, supplying this or, or, or creating that. And I, and I don't, and I'm not coming against capitalism. It's brilliant in its own way and for its own purposes. But without that, 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 that fount of wisdom, without Christ, without, without a people that, 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 that have an understanding and appreciation of, 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 of the word of, of God, it just, it, it, it blows up into a massive, uh, uh, into a massive uh, 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 engine of, of just uh, endless creation. Endless creating desire, creating want, creating a market, filling the market, creating a new market, filling that void, creating a new void, fill that void, and on and on and on we go and nothing ever stops. <clears throat> and we crave and we crave and we crave. And we're not satisfied with the word of God anymore. That's not exciting anymore. We're, 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 we're looking back to Egypt or we're looking forward to Egypt or we just want to f surround ourselves with everything, with everything that, that, that uh, capitalism can provide us with. And that's where we are. Um... It's it's kind of sad, you know. Uh, it's very sad. But God gives us hope. Christ gives us hope. Uh, you know, we we just uh, sometimes you just have to slow down, and 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 just try to and just try to um, see life as uh, as God wants us to see life. You know, to be satisfied with just living in the truth <clears throat> that Christ is in us that that's all we need you know, to become more lovers of the truth than lovers of the lie and that takes some discipline that takes some, you know that takes uh, 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 that takes effort it really does I mean you know every time we want to uh, you know curse somebody out we have to we have to stop and say no no you know, that's not allowed. That's not. That's not gonna. That's not gonna point me towards Christ. Or every time we just want to, uh, you know, fill the void with something, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, putting hope in the next vacation, or putting hope in the next this, or the next that, or buying this. And you know, we're all guilty of it. <coughs> I myself as as well. I mean, I'm not. I'm not just rebuking you I'm, I'm rebuking myself but I do have the foundation of Christ in me and and uh, and, uh, and when this new purpose is and when this new purchase of mine doesn't quite fulfill what I had hoped you know I I have a rock and a foundation that I can rest on and I can say to myself well who cares because I have Christ in me the hope of glory and that's all I need and that's really all I want and so, if this doesn't fulfill my 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 dreams and hopes and my desires, I don't really care because really I don't expect it to. It can't. When the lust when the when the luster of it wears off, well then it wears off and it's gone. But you know what? 
I have Christ in me, the hope of glory, the promise of eternal life. And what more could I want? Because whatever material possessions I gather around myself here, whatever beauty I surround myself, whatever I do, wherever I go, it will be nothing in comparison to what God has in store for us. There will our cravings be fully satisfied in our life with God. There is everything. God is in all, through all, and above all. And in God will be just a, uh, a fantastic eternal experience. I mean, how many, how, how, how many folds are there in, in God? You know, it's like, how many places can there be in, in, in God? How much, how much, it's just eternal, it's forever. Oh, it's God, or Jesus says, all things are possible with God. And in God are, you know, the possibilities of, in heaven are just, are just, are just limitless. And God is showering upon us that, 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 that soul satisfying, satisfying beauty moment by moment if there are moments in heaven i don't know they say it's timeless so i not knowing what timelessness is i i, I accept that it is timeless but i don't understand it nevertheless it's just a, a total experience of just being there with god and, and just and just It'll, it'll make anything that we could have possibly done here just pale into, into, into total insignificance. That is the hope and the glory that he has for us. That our, whatever, these cravings that we have, they've been corrupted. They, you know, the, uh, so now we crave material things. But these cravings in us do uh, point to something. They do respond to something. They do uh, signal something. And they, what these cravings are signaling in an uncorrupted form is, is what can be found in God. Is that beauty and that majesty and, and, that, and that wonder that will fill the, the, the souls of the faithful forever. That's what I, that's, that's my hope. And that, that's the hope of every Christian. And, and, you know, when Paul says, no eye is seen and no ear is heard, you know, what he has uh, in, uh, reserved for us, you know, it, it's like it's not even worth comparing to our present troubles. It's 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 pointless, and it's not even worth comparing to our present riches and and uh, and uh, you know uh, and careers and fame and fortune, because you know we're going to be crowned with the with the crown of life. We're going to be heirs. We're going to be heirs to the kingdom. We're going to be co-heirs and, and with Christ I mean he's giving us a kingdom he's making us kings and queens and 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 he's just there is no glory on earth that can compare to this and it's eternal and nobody nobody can take it away God has granted it to us and it's eternal so um I guess that's about all I have to say. You know, just recognizing that so much of our life is this craving for one thing or another, to buy something, to own something, to uh, you know, to cast a, a uh, to cast an eye upon this or upon that. And um, for those who are in Christ, you, you know, you're gonna. I think we're gonna experience that. But we have a foundation. 
that we can settle on, that we can rest on. And uh, we can, uh, you know, we will know not to, you know, that these are just uh, false promises. But for those who don't have the, it, uh, the spirit of Christ in them, it just, it's just, it's a baffling, never-ending quest for more and more and more and more, never understanding why this doesn't satisfy and going on to another thing. You know, it's true with sexual experiences. It's true with anything. You know, this uh, this wife of mine for for how however long. Hey, you know, uh, come on, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I, I need something new. I, you know, uh, God has blessed me with her, but now I'm looking elsewhere. There's something better out there. There's somebody that understands me more. There's somebody that, uh, you know, is more exciting. Blah, 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 you know. <sighs> Meet the new wife, same as the old wife. So we learn to be, you know, to be happy in what God has given us. We learn to explore the person that, that, that God has given us in marriage to. To under, you know, to understand them and to and to uh, to serve them and and uh, and uh, to appreciate them and to and to uh, you know really just explore who they are and just the the endless you know permutations of of people's of of a personality other than yours. So. These cravings and these lusts we have do point to something. They point to our just, uh, you know, in the uncorrupted form, they point to uh, something that God in due time will satisfy. And uh, for those who, uh, for those who have rejected God, it's going to be an eternal, uh, eternal state of uh, regret. If only, if only, if only I hadn't been so arrogant. If only I hadn't been so so uh, self-satisfied if only I had you know looked for God and uh, and oh, if only if only it's just going to be an eternal existence of if only because here are the people that you held in contempt you know the Christian and here here they are they're just they're just enjoying a kingdom they're living in the truth they're living in the light and you're stuck in the dungeon with Satan. So, anyhow, I hope that blessed you. I hope uh, that uh, you know you'll uh, you'll uh, get a little insight from that. And um, so, that's it. Thanks for listening. And I'm gonna read from Ephesians as I always do. pretty close to finding it now. Hold on. Yeah, I'm right there. You would think I would get it ready. <sighs> okay. Third chapter. And Paul writes, For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide 
and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I love you all in Christ. Go in peace.